Positive Productivity Podcast was created to empower entrepreneurs to achieve and appreciate personal and professional success. I'm your host, Kim Sutton, and if you're ready, let's jump into today's episode. I am so happy to have you here joining us on the Positive Productivity Podcast, and I'm so happy to introduce you or reintroduce you, if you've been with me for a while, to Marie White. I cannot believe that it's been three, almost three and a half years since Marie was here for the first time, episode 202, which you can find in the show notes for this episode. But in the first episode of having Marie here, we were talking about her journey with God, her journey as a publisher, her journey with a child who had been abducted. And I'm so happy to say that since that first episode, her child has been returned to her. But when we reconnected just in the last couple of weeks, we were sharing struggles that we've been experiencing with sharing our voice. So this episode is for you if you feel like you are being muted sometimes. But Marie, I am so happy to have you back. I feel like it's been a lifetime. Well, it has been a lifetime considering how much has happened for both of us, but welcome back. Thank you, Kim. I'm so glad to be here. There should be an applause track in the background. Yay! Oh my gosh. Together. <laughs> yes. And I've been on Clubhouse, so I keep on finding myself wanting to flash my mic for all of you Clubhouse users. You probably understand, <laughs> like, that's our way of showing applause. <laughs> and oh I found my myself gosh. doing it. It's just like, I don't know how that would sound in Zoom, and I'm not ready to test it. <laughs> but for people who may not have listened to the first episode, would you mind giving a brief introduction to you? And then we'll jump right into the muting of our voices. Absolutely. Well, I'm so glad to be on with you, Kim. As always, it's just a joy. And we met years ago and you had me on your show because I wrote a book called Strength for Parents of Missing Children. And that's because our toddler had been abducted. And it was, you know, the pain and the the feeling of not being able to breathe and not being able to just survive life and yet making it through that and out of that, out of the ashes, really just rising up as a family and finding a way to continue on while not giving up hope has really been our story and our journey. And after four and a half years without our youngest child, uh, our child was returned to us safely. I got goosebumps. And I want you to know, which this is going to be the first time that I've shared with Marie, that I've listened to the episode on numerous times about keeping hope because there was so much going on in our life when when you and I recorded that first episode and even for a good while afterwards that I just needed to remember to keep hope because we didn't know how it was all going to turn out and then also what really inspired me was keeping my eyes on God instead of on my wallet and on influencers and on all those shiny objects out there which can easily distract us so thank you wow Oh my goodness, that brings tears to my eyes. Well, I don't think we often think about just how much people need to hear hope. And right. to jump right into today's episode, that was something that really struck me in the last couple of years. And I'm not going to name names, but somebody told me that my story had no place in my business. Oh my goodness. Your stepping off point is that's what makes you work hard, what makes you build your business, what gives you your why, your story is so important. Mm -hmm. And then even past that, I felt like I couldn't share my faith 
because I didn't want to be muted or kicked off platforms. I couldn't mm-hmm. share my views on anything. And without getting into details, listeners, I want you to appreciate the message of this episode and not necessarily dig too deep into the context, because regardless of what your stance is on any issue in your life or that could be affecting the world right now, your voice matters. And what I found, and Marie and I were chatting about this, is we didn't know how to share our voice. Mm -hmm. We felt a little bit stifled. Do you want to address that a little bit? Well, I think it's really interesting that you were thinking the same thing because I started, you know, posting about it and just kind of saying, what other options are there? Because a lot of us have taken the easy route. We have said, okay, we have social media, we have these amazing platforms, and we've built our businesses on this rented space, which means at any point, a landlord can get mad at you and kick you out. And we have now seen that happen to so many people. And I actually posted about it on Millennial Entrepreneurs, which I am not a millennial, but a Millennial Entrepreneurs group, and kind of just said, you know, what kind of things are out there? What exactly could we be doing so that we're not so dependent on, you know, just a couple of social media platforms or even multiple ones? And the feedback that I got was amazing. People were coming up with basically turning our current system of getting the word out about our businesses and gaining clients and staying in um, contact with them, turning it backward and going, you know, we need to go back to almost like the penny saver days where, you know, you'd get an ad in the penny saver that was in a laundromat. We're not ready to go all the way back there, but we need to diversify. Yeah, I just want to go back to the beginning of what you said, because you said that you're not a millennial because I'm not going to ask you how old you are, but apparently (laughs) I'm a millennial, which surprises the heck out of me because, well, okay, I'm just going to put it out there. My birth year is 1979, but I don't feel like I can (laughs) relate to either generation. Okay, let me just put it that way. I don't feel like I can relate to either. I'm sort of just stuck in the middle Mm -hmm. and trying to figure it all out. My son, by the way, he's 15 right now, or my second son, and I've heard so many times this week, you need to be on TikTok sharing your story. Well, I have avoided TikTok for various reasons. The first being that my son told me I was not allowed to join since he is on there and he (laughs) needed his space. For all the parents out there, I acknowledge the fact that we need to be aware of what our children are doing on social media, but I am free to take his phone whenever I need to and view what he's doing. Look Mm -hmm. at his pictures, look at his text messages. Trust me when I say that that is vitally important. You need to keep an eye on what your kids are doing. I won't say any more than that because I don't want to embarrass that kid. Um, (laughs) But, you know, I didn't want to get into another social platform because I, I ran out of faith for the ability to share my story. Yes. Well, and somebody asked me, you know, well, you must be to have really controversial content or a controversial business if you're afraid of your business being taken down off of there. And I said, no, actually, there is a grandmother on Twitter whose account was taken down and she posted only Bible verses. So if you can take down a grandmother on Twitter because she posts Bible verses, then it doesn't matter if you're selling vacuum cleaners or oranges. If somebody wants to take you off, they'll take you off. Yeah, they could simply say that vacuum cleaner is offending me. Yes. And then a, re- a review board gets involved. Yes. And all of a sudden gone. 
Welcome to Positive Productivity, where Marie was nice enough to remove her dog from the office, but I didn't even realize that my dog was here. And now she's like rubbing all over the carpet and making all these obnoxious noises. But with that said, I mean, somebody could go into Apple Podcasts right now and say that there were foul noises in the background of this podcast. Mm -hmm. You need to remove this, this yes, podcast. Yes, or quality. Right. Yeah, we need to remove it for quality purposes. This is not good enough. <sighs> Become arbitrary. And that's really scary. As a business owner, it's not that you're doing something that someone's going to remove you for. It's the fact that somebody could at any point. And we need to make sure that our eggs are not all in the same basket. And so diversification has never been more important than now. And it's actually something that as business owners, we all should be doing. But we've invested our time and effort into building up these social media platforms and our presence there and our audience there. And a lot of times we have our clients that might have a Facebook group or you know something like that. And so we don't want to go off of those and we want to continue to focus on something that's really profitable. And instead, what we're doing right now is we're actually creating a monopoly that could at any point take away all of our business. We were so excited about this idea, but we hadn't really fleshed out exactly where we were going to go with it. So I'm just going to jump in piggybacking on a couple of things that you just said. Yes, like we can't be building our business on Facebook or on Twitter like so many people do. I've seen so many people whose pages were taken down off of Facebook for whatever yes. reason, or their account was shut down for whatever reason, but they had built their whole business off of their Facebook page. And immediately it's like, even though it's not me, I'm, I consider myself to be empathetic in a good way mm -hmm. or bad way, however you want to look at it. And it feels like a knife in my heart. I'm just like, oh, and oh, I don't even know that, you know, but shortly after we met the first time, my website was hacked Oh my within gosh. a week of that first event. Like I wow. flew home from that first event and my website was down and I didn't have backups because my server was full. So mm -hmm. from the tech perspective, I want to say first, get them, get people to connect with you off of social, get them onto your email list, get them over yes. to your website. But it's so important that we constantly be downloading the customer files or our website, like getting backups that aren't just through the web server themselves. I can't believe this dog is still making all these noises. She hasn't done this in like days <laughs> because your email service provider, I mean, I use Infusionsoft, they could decide, I've never heard of them doing this, but they could decide, eh, we don't want to work with you anymore. Yes. And we're just going to close you out of your account. Well, you know what? I haven't been doing this. I just need to put it out there. I haven't been doing a regular backup, like downloading a CSV of my contacts. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to put that in my calendar for today because my web host shout out to WP Engine because they do daily backups. I haven't been doing my own download of a backup. Bad mm -hmm. idea. I mean, we've seen <laughs> that on social lately where a big platform, I'm just going to leave them unnamed, but I know you know who I'm talking about. All of a sudden, mm -hmm. the whole platform disappeared. Yep. And then on the news today was just a thing about Bank of America and how they're looking at people's purchases and making decisions about what they're going to do with their accounts. And that's really scary. Are you kidding me? No. And that's where, I mean, we had a, I don't remember his name and you can look it up. There was a, some sort of NFL player or something. And he mentioned his personal opinions and a car insurance company that he had his insurance to, took it away. 
Like that's at the point that we're at. And these people may not have anything to do with us. Like we're not saying this is my best friend, this happened to us, but we can see it as we're looking on social media that there are people being deplatformed. And while that isn't something that you and I are going to have to deal with because we're not putting anything out there that people would need to deplatform us for, knowing that it's available, knowing that people could do that, there are lots of people that have their platform taken down by accident. Don't think for a second that I haven't thought about how Google can see everywhere that I go. Yes. So just based on what news form I look at or what influencers I follow, oh my gosh, are they just going to decide that my YouTube channel has to be taken down because they don't like what news I'm reading? Absolutely. And they are, you know, people are getting ostracized for things that they like on uh, Twitter just by clicking that they like something. People are seeing those likes and going, oh, they liked so-and-so. And that person is known for, you know, saying this or doing this. And it might have just been a silly cat video that you thought was cute and you don't even realize who it was from. So what do you think we should be doing about this? Let me ask that on two different fronts. What should we be doing for ourselves, And what do you think we should be doing for the public as a whole? I've heard a couple of things on this. One of the the talks that you really hear a lot about right now is that people are trying to build a parallel economy so that there are different streams that people can use depending on what it is that they sell or what it is that they do. That's really great and all, but that's things that are, you know, down the line as those things are presented, you can make those choices. As it is right now, we're actually at a time when I think we're going backward in a good way. You know, you notice things like people are starting to grow their own food. They're starting to do a lot of stuff themselves. They are learning about how to use essential oils and things like that to cure things that might be going on in their bodies. We're actually going backward. Instead of depending on larger organizations, we're starting to find things that we can do very small so that we have more control of it. So basically, you want to buy your own real estate in the world of what you're selling. So like we're talking about being on social media, if that's something that you're afraid could be taken down, then let's go ahead and branch out more to your local chamber of commerce. And maybe you're doing more local things so that you can go ahead and get the word out there. Oh my gosh, that's huge. My husband was watching one of his people that he watches and they were using a popular on-demand service to sell their Mm t-shirts. And Somebody ordered one of his t-shirts and it was delivered and it was all wrong. And it turned out that somebody within the print-on-demand company had actually changed (gasps) the shirt. Oh my gosh. But in the meantime, the customer took pictures of it and it got posted to all of social. So to follow up on what you were just saying, this provides a great opportunity for me to support the local screen printing companies rather than go to one of these big shops. Yes, it means that I might have to carry a little bit of inventory, you know, but they're also local. So I could just give them a call. Now, imagine that. Give a company a call instead of (laughs) say, hey. And we haven't done it. (laughs) Right? And just say, hey, I just got an order. Can you print one of those out for me? But it's keeping it in the local economy, which especially, well, anywhere right now, all local economies could benefit from that in-person or the local sales. 
it's the stuff we should have been doing all along. And it just was more effort in the beginning. And so it's something that we haven't done, but it's actually something that's making a comeback and I think could really help to diversify our businesses so that we're not stuck if something like that happens. If something accidentally happens and someone pulls down your page on Facebook, you don't have to worry about that all being gone while you you go through the process of contacting them and getting it all worked out. You can know that, oh, well, it's okay. I'm active other places. I have an email list. I'm able to reach my customers. I'm able to reach my groups. And so those kind of things are really important. At the same time, they're... (laughs) How do I put this? You, you and I are trying to be very careful in what we say so that we don't call anybody. Non-polarizing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just building a wide network of people and doing things more old-fashionedly, I guess, would be the best way we can do right now. But it doesn't mean that we have to stop with our social media. It doesn't mean that we have to stop with all technology. One of the responses I got on the millennial group was... <laughs> Do you know what year it is? Because <laughs> I said I wanted to do something off of social media, so I wasn't so dependent. And people had some great ideas. They were actually in the author world. I'm a, the director of publishing for Zombies Press. And so we do funny things. Okay, Authors look up things like you know how to kill somebody. And we do that on purpose because we're writing a murder mystery and we don't know how to kill somebody. <laughs> but if someone like you said is looking up our Google search, that's going to look terrible. I am laughing over here. I was muted so you couldn't hear me, but I'm finally getting around to writing that book that I've put off for seven years. Yeah, And I've been Googling all sorts of ridiculous <laughs> things just to get more details. Yes. I haven't Googled how to kill anybody. Just need to put that <laughs> out there. <laughs> That's not in your self-help in your memoir. <laughs> and it's probably a good thing that I've stopped putting transcriptions on the show notes. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh my um, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It target it makes anybody a target even when you're not really a target of anything. It can mean there can be mistakes and errors. You know, there are turns of phrases that we all use. Oh my gosh, you said that that's so funny. It's killing me. Okay, now is that going to pop up as something inappropriate? No, it's just a, it's just a phrase. But these are things that are happening now. It just means we need to be aware. It needs to be, like you said, we need to back up everything. We need to make sure we have alternative ways of generating income because if that's where all your business is from, is from Instagram, and they take down your Instagram page, you have nothing. I wanted to take a quick break from today's episode and ask you if you need to take a break from your business. Maybe you're working too many hours. Maybe you're trying to work on too many things. Maybe you have too many clients who just really aren't aligned with your greater purpose. If this sounds like you, I want to offer you an opportunity to join the Positive Productivity Pod, my monthly mentorship and coaching community. For only a dollar, you can jump in, get started, and enjoy 10 days in the community where you will meet so many awesome entrepreneurs. And then twice a month, you'll be able to hop on a live call with all of us and get the feedback that you need in that very moment for your business. If you're interested in starting today for only a dollar, head on over to thekimsutton.com forward slash pod to get started. I've noticed that a lot of social can begin the conversation, but it can stop the conversation too, because text is read differently. Text can be read differently by so many different people. One person can read humor out of written text 
and see the author smiling while they're writing it, you know, and another person, mm-hmm. well, I, I've been told I have dry humor, which I had to Google to understand what that meant, <laughs> but somebody may not understand that it's tongue in cheek. So they might yes. think I'm actually serious in the sarcasm. And then yes. the conversation just ends. And that's why to you listener, who's tired of me talking about clubhouse, let me just say I resisted because I was so tired of my posts being misinterpreted and I didn't want to get on clubhouse. I didn't want another social platform where I would be misinterpreted or people would assume what I was saying and not even want to know more, not even want to get into the conversation. And that I guess what I'm hearing about your post on millennial entrepreneurs, even get back to the conversation. I think that's where a lot of us have forgotten to go. Mm-hmm. It's back to the conversation. Yeah. And it was amazing too, the, the ideas people came up with. I mean, you know, one doctor responded and he said, there's several of us on there that are not millennials, but they, you know, they welcome everybody. <laughs> he said on there that he actually, I was talking about, you know, in the book publishing world, how would you continue to grow the exposure of your business if something were to happen to social media. And so he said that he actually gets, I think he's a psychologist, something like that. He actually gets publishing houses that send him books because he's got such a large audience himself. And these are amazing connections that never would have happened had I not asked this question. So I would encourage business owners to go ahead and put that out there and kind of talk with their audience about it. It is something that people are interested in and they might come up with some great ideas for your business that you haven't thought of. We're also having this conversation in a really interesting time, not to date stamp us, <laughs> but whereas a lot more in-person conversations would be happening, you know, in years past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're stuck in the home. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, somebody posted on that same post and said, do you realize where this post is? I'm like, I get the irony of this post. I understand. I'm asking on social media how to use something besides social media. And you and I are talking on a podcast, which would be on our phones. And at any point, you know, like you said, Apple or somebody could take something down, you know, somebody could, you know, whatever could happen with things, even good things, even really amazing technological advances can make other things obsolete. So it's just always good to diversify. I am still hung up on on that bank, I'm just going to not name them again for fear mm-hmm. that they hear it and yes. find a way to ban us both. Right? <laughs> right. But I had never even thought about, mm-hmm. wow, you know, banks doing away with customers because of where they were purchasing from. And it's not like they would have, I'm just going to put it out there. It's not even necessarily that the customer was buying porn or. No, no, that's acceptable. Right. Or (laughs) buying bullets for their gun because they have a permit to carry. This could be just because they decided to go to a religious bookstore or support their favorite political candidate and bang, you're done. Yeah. I mean, a $10 donation to somebody that really, you know, are enthused about the cause or that you really support, you want to encourage somebody's candidacy for mayor or for whatever, you know, senator or something like that, that could be your undoing. And we have no idea where the line is drawn and what will happen in the future with that. And so it's become a time where you really just have to watch everything that you do. And that's very unfortunate. I hope people will continue to stand up and not allow that to happen by making their voices heard and just saying, you know, hey, you know, this is not okay. I don't like that you're banning these people or that you've done this thing 
to whatever social media platform is enacting those kind of rules. I mean, so many people on YouTube are just losing their accounts. And that's a huge part of my business. Do you think anybody actually does know where those lines are drawn? No, I think it's arbitrary. Whatever somebody's feeling on a particular day, they could have gotten into a fight with their spouse or significant other the night before and decided that they didn't want to support somebody whose beliefs were possibly in alignment with a significant other. So today they're gone. I see the Wicked Witch of the West here a little bit. Be yes. gone. Yes. You know, that's a hard place for a business to live in because you can lose your livelihood if that's all you depend on. And so that's, you know, really what you and I want to encourage people to do is to think about other ways so you're not so dependent on that. Absolutely. And I remember from our first conversation, I mean, you and I are both Christian, but you mm-hmm. and I both support many things that are not necessarily looked out or looked at as Christian. Mm-hmm. You know, I love pretty much everybody. Unless somebody does me wrong, and I mean really wrong, I still love them. And you might say that that's not Christian. I hear you. I'm working on it. Okay. I'm forgiven, (laughs) but I haven't forgotten. Maybe that's just a way of putting it. But regardless of sexual preference, sexual orientation, race, race doesn't have anything to do with Christian. I just need to put that in there. Like I can talk to anybody, Mm -hmm. but the moment that somebody tells me that my beliefs or my values aren't valid, that's where I have a problem because I consider the beliefs and values and anybody that belong to anybody else to be valid for them. And I can have conversations with anybody civilly, civilly to talk to them about what their beliefs are and maybe have a better understanding of where they're coming from. I'm not going to tell them that their beliefs and values are wrong, Mm -hmm. just as I would hope that they don't tell me that, that mine are wrong. But I also believe that we all have a right to Mm -hmm. put it out there without getting banned. Yep. And that's where we're at. We're at the point where you and I will just say, live and let live, whatever people, you know, want to do, as long as they're not hurting somebody, we're not going to say anything. Mm -hmm. And then you've got other people saying, it doesn't matter if all you're doing is putting Bible verses up on Twitter, we're going to take down your account. We don't like to see them, even though we don't follow you, we're going to take down your account. And you're just going, how can it not be that each of us allows the other person to continue to live their life? So would the same happen for Rumi, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I can't imagine if they just decided we're going to take down this account because they have Rumi quotes going out. I don't know. Really, we're not seeing that. Mm -hmm. So I do see the double standard there that... I mean, it could be happening. As far as you and I know, it could be happening because somebody might have found offense to it. Yes. But it's like, hello, Mm -hmm. where's the governing board for this? I guess what we're saying here is protect yourself because we don't know where the governing board is. If you have an email list, download it. Put it in your calendar just like you do balancing your checkbook once a week. Download whatever assets you have and make sure that you will be able to pick them up and move them to another platform should you need to. But yes. I'm here to support your voice. Marie's here to support your voice. Absolutely. I just want to put it out there. I'd love to hear what you, our listener, but I'm trying to address just one of you right now, thinks about this. So make sure that you head on over to the website at thekimsutton.com, or what I mean is the show notes. I'm just so excited. I'm forgetting what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Head on over to the show notes, thekimsutton.com forward slash podcast, 
and drop your comments down below and let us know what you're seeing. What is your whole thought about all this experience? Do do all voices deserve to be shared? And I personally think they do, but I know that you might disagree. I don't even know that I want to go there because, okay, I'm just going to put it out there because it's not like you can say, I know what I'm thinking, but then I'm not going to share with you. (laughs) I don't think there's a place for hate. Mm Mm-hmm. And discrimination. I just don't think that there's a place out there for it. Absolutely. But by me sharing my religious views, I don't think that's a place of hate. I think that's just sharing what my beliefs are. It's not saying that I hate other religious views at Mm. all, because that's, that's about as far from the truth as I could possibly go. Absolutely. What did you have to get over or did you have anything to get over before you really felt comfortable sharing your voice before all this really started happening in the shutdowns? Mm -hmm. I think it was just a matter of what's the priority. And I felt like there were some things that I needed to share that were just too important to worry about censure. Yeah. And so that's, you know, I was very vocal for a long time. And right now, as we're each reevaluating and trying to figure out how to navigate this new world of extreme political correctness, where it doesn't seem like there's two sides to every story, it seems like whoever owns the platform you on, their side is the only side. And that's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just determining what was important. And if your business is supremely important, which our businesses are, then you have to make different choices. You have to decide, well, on this platform, maybe I'm not going to be so vocal. And that's unfortunate. Have you thought it all back to your days as a child and maybe the newspaper that your parents may have gotten and wondered, was it biased? Yes. Because I'd never thought about it until just recently. Yes. What was the meme? Something about if you've been lied to recently through the media, then imagine how much lying was happening when you didn't know about it. And that's a little scary. <laughs> it is a little scary. Yeah. It makes me reevaluate a lot of things, including the history that I know, the modern history. Mm-hmm. As I look at, you know, each of the people within the last 40, 50 years, I wonder how much of what I know about those people is accurate. Right. And as parents, I mean, do you ever look at what your kids are learning in school and reflect back on what you learned and see like the stark differences? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And I think this whole past year has helped all parents to kind of reevaluate that, which is great. That's what I'm saying. Some things were happening. Things where we thought they were really bad could actually be a new beginning. Absolutely. Could you tell listeners a little bit more about, and I want to make sure I'm saying it right, Zami's Press? Yes, Zami's Press, as we are publishing with integrity, it's basically the kind of publisher that I wished had existed before Zami's Press was formed. And it's just allowing people, business owners, influencers, and just regular people with a great story to tell to share their story and work with a publisher that helps you to do that. But you don't have to worry about being taken advantage of or being steered in the wrong direction. You actually get somebody to mentor you and help you. And you get an above industry standard quality product to be able to share your message. Thank you for what you do. 
And thank, thank you. you for all the hope you inspired me with without even knowing. It shouldn't have taken three years to get back in touch with you, but thank you for, yeah, thank you just for your never ending hope and making me realize that keeping hope is like the best thing when times are the darkest. Maybe that's what we all just need to have right now, right? Hope that someday the barriers will come off and we can all share our voices again without worries about being taken down. Yes. And all the wonderful people right now that are coming up with ways for us to do that. I can't wait to see it. Absolutely. Well, Marie, I want to thank you for coming back again. I look forward to many more conversations. I want to invite you back on the podcast again when we figure out what that next great message is that we want to share. But in the meantime, where can listeners connect with you online and get to know more? You can connect with me at mariewhiteauthor.com or at zombiespress.com, which is Z-A-M-I-Z-P-R-E-S-S.com. And I would love to hear from you. Oh my gosh. I'm cracking up over here. Zombies. Did you know I'm creating another brand? (laughs) I did not. Are you ever not creating something? I've gotten it a lot more under control since you and I (laughs) talked last. I've gotten my chronic idea disorder under control. So right now I have two things. Well, three things. I have my main business. I have the book that I'm finally writing, Chronic Idea Disorder. But my third thing is actually zombie.me, Z-O-M-M-Y. It's zombie mommies and it's the snarky side of motherhood. Oh my goodness. I love it. I will subscribe. I will watch. I will be on that website day and night. Thank you. Yeah. And I, <laughs> so when I saw Z-A-M-I-Z, it didn't even occur to me that it was zombie like... Because I'm used to looking at my old my own zombie all the time. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, this is a divine appointment. Yeah, for- it definitely is. Yes. I would love to end the episode with a parting piece of advice or a golden nugget that you believe will serve the audience today. Wow. Okay. Way to throw that at me, Kim. Thanks a lot. <laughs> You're welcome. The zombie curveball. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Luckily, you and I are used to it. We can do this. I would think that it would be, like you said, hope. I think hope can really bring to light a lot of things that you have deep inside of you. There's a hope for a brighter future, a hope for a better tomorrow, a hope for a better country, a hope for a better life, a better family, a better marriage, a better business. And if you can keep that hope alive and just feed it daily with something wonderful, then I think you will find out that your avenues for growth are huge and available to you all over the place. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Positive Productivity Podcast. When I'm not podcasting, I'm supporting six to seven figure business coaches with their marketing automation and entrepreneurs like you through my coaching and mastermind programs. I want to invite you to visit thekimsutton.com to learn how I can help you take your business to the next level. (laughs) 